Hey, it's Matt, and welcome to this Leadership Lessons Shorty podcast. Now, I've definitely stolen this idea from a business partner of mine, Rob Lawrence, and his podcast, Inspirational Creatives. Rob does this really nice thing where, after his main episode, he produces a short episode to go through some of the key highlights and learnings that he took from the podcast. So, innovate before you invent. I'm going to do the same thing. My objective with this shorty podcast is to demonstrate the connection between great leadership and the responsibility of content creators. Over the last 15 years, I've seen a strong link between great leadership traits and the success of content creators. So I'm going to share with you in this episode my key moments from the episode that went out last week. Let me know what you think. Hopefully this helps people that are short on time or people that just want a condensed version or maybe you just want to hear my impressions from the podcast. I'd love to hear your impression of these shorty episodes and whether they offer any value or insights to yourself. So let's get into it. In today's episode, we are talking about Melissa Del Toro Schaffner. Now, Melissa was a very successful electrical engineer, but always had a passion and a dream of being a voice actor. And after a major life moment of her dad dying, she decided, screw it, I'm going to do it. And that's exactly what she did. Originally, she started doing audiobooks and in turn met a fantastic author. And together, they collaborated to create an audio drama podcast. Untold Tales shares short sci-fi stories with fantastical characters and unique perspectives. And Melissa utilizes her podcast as a calling card. She shares it with people to get more work as a voice actor. I think this is a great example of using content for a long game strategy. The podcast goes out, people listen to it, they get inspired by it, they hire Melissa. Brilliant. It's not that the podcast has got to turn over millions of downloads. It's about the creative process. It's about sharing stories. And it's about Melissa showing what she can do. As always, we started with asking Melissa, what does she think makes a good leader? And she has some pretty strong opinions. Well, a good leader has integrity. A good leader is not can admit to their faults. A good leader is real. A good leader lets other people lead, lets other people contribute and make decisions that's right for them. And a good leader helps build some level of consensus that works for everyone, which is extremely difficult and almost never happens. But, you know, I think a good leader can rouse people around a vision and inspire them to execute it. And we just see so much cynicism in people and kids just looking around for the example that they themselves have to become because nobody's stepping up. And it's ridiculous. Why should our kids be the ones that do it? It's our responsibility. I mean, right now, the trust in leadership is just eroded through the ground in our world, the whole world. We just don't trust leaders. And I think those are great qualities to seek out at the beginning there. Integrity, it should be about others looking to try and form some kind of consensus. Having a vision and inspiring people. But as Melissa pointed out, she believes there's a real lack of trust amongst lots of leaders. And she feels that kids are kind of left on their own to inspire, motivate, and lead themselves. And that's really unfair. And Melissa's setting a great example for her own daughter by taking the bull by its horns and following her dream and her passion. And she's amplifying that by producing this podcast. 
We discuss the benefits of producing your own content over going out and seeking employment in voice acting and other creative outlets. When you're auditioning for different roles of commercials or animated characters, it's like a 99% fail rate or not selected rate, if you want to use more positive words. And I didn't want to be rejected. I wanted to find a place where I could perform and always, it's always yes. It's always yes and. It's always upwards and onwards. And yes, you're good enough right now. You don't need any more training. You don't need any more, you know, just keep moving forward. And that's what the podcast gave me is just a playground, you know, to to grow and to demonstrate what, what I could do without being told no. <laughs> and that truly is the benefits of becoming a digital leader and a content creator. No one can tell you no. Create what you want to create. Make yourself happy. And this reminds me of conversations I've had in the past where people say, yeah, but what if people don't like it? What if I do something that no one listens to? So I asked Melissa about how she got support for her podcast and how she planned to grow her podcast. I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. Like in this space, your friends and family are going to be your first adopters. And maybe they'll listen to one episode or maybe every other one for maybe 30 seconds, you know, like, oh, that's very good, honey. You did great. But you have to start somewhere and you can't worry about who it's going to be for because as you do it, it unfolds of who's connecting with the material. So um, I was surprised by our audience, but now, I mean, I think it makes sense, but I'd like to reach younger people. I'd like to reach more men. Uh, and I think it's just a matter of getting visibility. Who is this for and how do you build your audience? And when you build your audience word of mouth, you don't really have that luxury until you get on a platform where people can come to you that are strangers and say, I like your stuff. You know, I, I feel like strangers that don't know me that would listen and say, wow, I really like your stuff or I really like the writing. That's more important to me. But our podcast is in season three now and we're up to 60 episodes. So I think we're still building critical mass for a binge worthy type of situation. And this is such an honest opinion. She knows it's going to take time to develop the audience, but she also understands that at the beginning, the audience are just your nearest and dearest, and you just need that support to get these things going. Over time, you'll learn who your audience is, what they like, and how you can engage with them better. What the audience actually engage with might surprise you. Melissa and I were discussing about whether each episode is a solo story on its own or whether she edits across multiple episodes. And she had an interesting revelation for us. And usually if it was too long or it broke the promise of the podcast, which is, you know, bite-sized stories, if it broke the promise and it became like a 45-minute story, we would split it up into like two or three episodes. The problem with that is that some of the episodes were getting like the middle episode or the last episode was getting higher listenership than one before. I don't understand how you could even un know what the, what's going on in the story by listening to the end of it. it. It doesn't make sense. And I think content creators find this a lot, that there are certain trends and certain episodes that really take off and others that don't. And sometimes it doesn't make any sense as to why that happens. And you just need to be conscious and aware that... This, this is the way things are. So in this example, she had no evidence to suggest that a multi-part story wouldn't be listened to. But in fact, she found data to show that episode two and three was more popular than episode one. Go figure. 
Another thing I like in that statement there is about her podcasting promise. I'm big on this. I think that all podcasts should have a promise. And hers is bite-sized stories. So if the episode gets too long, she splits it across multiple episodes, which I think is a great tactic. Now that we're on the subject of strange download numbers, I asked Melissa what she defined as success for the podcast. (laughs) Honestly, it was just being consistent. That was going to be success for me because it's, it's easy. The concept of podcast fade, where you're really, really enthusiastic, and then after you know 12 months, you're like, yeah, this, this is too much work. And you know, I'm, I'm screaming out into the void, and there's no, no one listening. I'm done. Um, for me, it's just like, just keep going. That's success in anything that you do. Finish your degree. Finish the project. Finish that project in your house that's sitting half done. Finish the dishes, you know, finish something. And and for for me, finishing off the month and meeting my, our promise of, you know, two new episodes every every first of the month, for me, that's success because then I know people can depend on me if they, you know, are waiting for content. And um, it takes, on average, you know, two to three years to get some kind of good traction. So if you give up too early in the game, not everybody gets, you know, 100,000 downloads in their first six months. A superb example of great leadership traits yet again. She understands the importance of consistency, managing expectations and having a long game, a roadmap. How long might this take and can I invest in that? But she also brings up the word promise again. She makes a promise that she'll deliver two new episodes every month. And of course, she hits on it really hard there of just get stuff done. Finish something. Execute and finish. It doesn't matter how small or how big it is. If you're going to do something, just execute. Get it done. We can review it later. She wants to be known as being dependable as a content creator. Now, we went on to discuss the amount of time and resources Melissa invests in this podcast. As it's an audio drama, there's a lot more to it than your traditional interview format. She's doing multiple voices, different characters of ages, sexes, races. She's doing sound design. She's choosing music. She's editing it and she's narrating it. She invests hours, I would say days at a time, into her podcast. And she does all of this for free. So why does Melissa put in so much effort into something that she makes no money on? Because the body of work is important to me. Because time is my only asset, really. If I didn't start when I did, then I would, wouldn't have what I have. To be honest with you, we are able to expose other writers, brilliant writers, in the process of this. So I get to highlight other brilliant people who also do a lot of work and maybe not seen, they're not visible. I use it as a marketing tool. So if I run into an audio, you know, author that wants to do an audiobook, I can so easily point them to this podcast, which I've spent so much time and say, here, here's some examples of characters. This is a great example of leadership in my mind. It's not just about serving others, right? There is a little bit of selfishness in a great leader. Melissa knows This has a benefit for her. She gets to be creative. It's really important to her. She wants to showcase her talent, but she also wants to tell great stories. And that's for other people. Other people can enjoy these great stories. And then that evolves even more into showcasing other great new authors. 
And that's a great attitude to have as a leader. There's got to be something in it for you. You can't be entirely selfless. There has to be a purpose. There has to be a strong why, especially if you want people to rally around you. And as she's using this podcast as a calling card and as a marketing tool, I asked Melissa, what does she want to be known for through this content? I feel like integrity is something that's missing in the world of a lot of people. And integrity is very important to me because it means that I can trust that person and trust is very important to me. So um, it's important to me to fulfill the promises that I make to my clients, to, you know, anybody I make a promise to, my husband, whoever, my daughter. And so, yeah, I'm accountable because that's the kind of person that I want to show up as in the world. And and I want to make, I want to be the hero in my life story. And part of being a hero is doing the hard work, showing up, you know, being an example, even when you don't want to be one and follow through and all that good stuff. And you know, like communication. It's just who I want to show up as in the world. You can't say fairer than that. She literally wants to demonstrate the values she wants to see in the world around her. High levels of integrity, accountable, being the example. Now, Melissa puts in days of time into her podcast. It is a huge passion project. I asked her if she had any thoughts on what would bring her to the point of stopping or some advice for people that aren't enjoying the content creation process. Don't do it. If it's not right, don't do it. Because, I mean, I see a lot of content that's being produced that's, can I say the word crap on your your podcast? (laughs) It's garbage. Don't feel like you have to be married to anything with content. If you hate it and you don't want to do it anymore, don't. Because... Nobody wants to hear you producing stuff you hate. So if you don't want to do it anymore, just release it, release it lovingly like Marie Kondo, you know, thank you for your service. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and move on with your life and do something that makes you happy because, you know, I spent a long time in a career that made me unhappy and I was making a lot of money and like, it's diff- it's like the exact opposite now. But the longer that we pour ourselves into something that does make us happy, other people are going to feel that and th- and you're just going to be successful. You just, you have to. That's just the way that it works. Such a nice note to end on there. Don't invest time in things that don't make you happy. And she acknowledges that, yeah, she used to make a lot more money than she does now, but her life is completely different. Content creation has given her the outlet and the satisfaction and the happiness that she always wanted. I'm going to finish off by sharing Melissa's three values that she wants to be known for through her content. And they were authentic, creative, and integrity. Now, integrity has been brought up a lot in this episode. And it's really obvious in her work ethic and her attitude towards creating her podcast. She's super creative. You should hear some of the voices she does. They're incredible. And she's authentic. She knows what needs to be done. She's just doing what she's doing, and she's doing it to the best of her ability. Melissa is a true digital leader in the podcasting space and I hope she's inspired you to go out and be as creative as you can. And that is it for this Shorty Leadership Lesson episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it, please let me know. Give me a DM on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. Uh, If you didn't enjoy it, let me know on Instagram, cult.media, K-U-L-T dot media. Thanks for listening and... 
Be good.